Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of The Weekly Beat. My name is Dumi Jere, coming to you from a very dark Johannesburg in South Africa. And by dark, I mean, yeah, there is virtually no electricity in the country. Maggie, joining me from uh, Nairobi in Kenya. I hope you have electricity in Kenya, Maggie. How are you? I am good, Dumi. I I actually find it surprising. I don't know why it's still, you know, shocking to me that sometimes you don't have power. I think I haven't got used to that fact that, you know, it's been a long time. I mean, isn't there really a solution? What are we, what are we doing? Well, I suppose what surprises you is the fact that, uh, it's, it's, <clears throat> what is it now? Is it still number one or is, is it number two now? Richest uh, country on the continent yet it's suffering. Uh, yeah, electricity, load shedding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 look, <clears throat> things are a bit, um, yeah, they're a bit hectic this week. Um, I think in one episode, I once explained the different stages. Um, so all along, we've been used to stage four, which was like the highest. So it's stage four. That means maybe power goes maybe like twice a day, at most three times a day. Uh, now we are currently sitting at stage six, which mm. means uh, electricity goes uh, four hours, four and a half hours at a time, and then comes back for like maybe two, three, four hours again, and then goes again for another four and a half hours, and so on and so forth. So yeah, it's 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 bad for the economy. It's really really bad for the economy, and to the point where, you know, I was even saying to someone that um, I can't believe that uh, amidst this uh, very serious crisis, you've got President of South Africa out in U.S. meeting um, President Joe Biden, and then from there going to U.K. And that was until this morning when his office announced that straight from uh, UK, uh, attending the Queen's funeral, uh, he's going to come back to South Africa uh, and he's not going to participate at the UN General Assembly. And I thought, this is what I was talking about. I mean, as a president, you've got a crisis in your country. You need Mm -hmm. to be visible in your country, even though (laughs) there's nothing that you can do. But this looks like it's been a a whole many years crisis. Like, it's just like, what are the solutions really? Are you guys not going into winter very soon? No, well, it's now summer now. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's summer all the way through until next year. Is it March? Mm. Um, Yeah, probably March, April, and then, uh, you know, a bit of autumn comes in and then, uh, uh, and then winter. But yeah, um, at the end of the day, I think uh, it's not an easy solution. It's not an easy fix um, that, that you know, um, folks can just come up with overnight. It's something that mm-hmm. has to, it's going to take a while. 
Um, and until then, you know what's so interesting? We're gonna have to adjust to these things. Yeah, what's up? What's so interesting is how we have conversations about transitioning to renewable energy and uh, mm, solar, mm, mm. you know, and 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 uh, all of this, and even electricity itself. We haven't. We have uh, millions. I think 600 million people who until now um, do not have access to electricity across Africa, and you know. Mm. Have, Transitioning to solar or to renewables needs really investment. So it's like, yeah. okay, uh, what are we missing? What are we missing? Is is this even a solution really for us? Well, with the way the world is going, I mean, um, if we continue on the current path, then it's one. It's also not good for the environment. Uh, it contributes, you know, to the challenges that we face as a result of climate change. So it's it is a solution that people must look look to, because uh, trying to sustain the old way of doing business is very bad for the environment in the long run. So um, the 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 challenge is 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 that um, the financing for it is not really there, and even the financing institutions, the world banks, uh, and so forth. They're not really committing enough money towards those things, right? Um, if you've been following uh, the conversations around climate change, the various COPE COPE uh, conferences that are held, um, there's, well, there was COP25, COP26 last year in Glasgow. Um, the rich nations, the rich nations, they committed to paying uh, about 100 billion uh, US dollars annually by the year mm -hmm. 2020. And they have missed those targets. They have simply not paid that money. Mm. Um, and it continues to affect uh, our continent because from that, from that money, it's, it's, it's money that we could actually be using towards moving to sustainable, um, uh, you know, renewable energy, uh, mm. and in the process, doing away with, you know, the 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 the, um, the old way of generating electricity, which is bad for our climate. But rich nations are not paying. Um, when we look overly at how much Africa contributes to um, uh, global carbon emissions, it's only three percent. Yet we are affected the most. We bear the brunt. Um, I don't think I need, I mean, I don't think we need to start going into detail about, you know, the various, <laughs> um, uh, what do you call this, climate change things that have happened, cyclones, um, uh, floods, drought, all of that, you know? Mm. Those are things that, those are things that uh, end up um, affecting us. And so, as a as a continent, as we look forward to COP twenty seven, which is going to happen in Egypt in November, there are some you know demands now that are being that are being that are being put to the table. Mm. Um, also, as I mean, for you, Maggie, as a as a I mean, you're a citizen of Africa. Um, Therefore, you are affected immensely by the things that go on on this continent. 
what is your position with regards, you know, this money that is owed to us as African countries and mm. the changes that we need to make and the changes that we are suffering because we're not getting the money? Mm. You know, um, just last week, I think the U.S. climate uh, envoy, John Kerry, uh, said uh, he was calling on African nations to help curb emissions. And I remember reading an article that said, well, what a minute, hold on. What percentage of global emissions are from Africa? Really? Exactly. Why do you have to call us on? Obviously, we we suffer the the most. If you look at the drought that is happening in in the Horn of Africa, in Somalia, mm-hmm. or even the reports that have been coming out that, you know, uh, hunger has soared by almost a third in two years. And of, yeah. obviously, the, the, the numbers, I think IMF believes that 12% of people in sub-Saharan Africa are actually acutely food insecure. And, yeah. you know, this is driven by climate change. And we know, Dumi, that even uh, as far as three years ago, when we had uh, the cyclone die in the southern mm. parts of Africa, uh, yep. almost over 2 million farmers or people are displaced. And mm. unfortunately, in our countries, it's not like we we are disaster prepared. It's Ooh, not like you, you, it's it. very rare that you see a government put money aside for any disaster, natural disaster. Have you ever heard of mm. government that puts money aside, for example, for floods or hunger or anything? This is literally uh, climate change is one of those things that you know uh, even our people really understanding it we won't you just say oh it's really very dry or you know there are floods and all of that so even when people are displaced rebuilding is a problem because um, the effects linger on for years and years I barely doubt that even the guys who are displaced just recently in Durban have been compensated or there is any help that has been extended I think go it on, goes go beyond the money that we really, um, you know, or the, the, the rest of the world really owes us. Yeah. It goes to, you know, what are the priorities? Do you want to have mm. people that are starving? How can you really support? And obviously, even though we, um, we contribute minimal research mm. and beyond research the reality is we are affected more and i don't think we are affected more because of our geography or whatever i think it's because we haven't really prepared much for um anything like this and it's not just um climate change or anything it's in different aspects of life in our african countries that mm. we don't really plan ahead or even you know, look at even COVID alone itself when it happened. How many countries in Africa were ready to actually support their people? Minimal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was such a huge problem that people are out of jobs, but you can't even give them food. So now mm-hmm. we are looking at, you know, close to 15% who are starving across the continent. And the whole idea is that we, we've seen it since, I think, three years ago. There's been this big drought in Somalia, as far as I remember, but also mm, these are countries mm. that are oil-rich countries. These are countries that... <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I feel like we're missing something. Do me, I could be wrong. Um, but w- when you hear that one in eight people in Sub-Saharan Africa is expected to suffer from high mal- mal- malnutrition this malnutrition. Year, since 2020, well, obviously, there is 
commodity prices and food and all of that. But they, you know, it's also the 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 drought and the climate change that is happening. I don't know, Dumi. Yeah, you know, um, I think you. Yeah, look, you raised some major key points in 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 in, in what you're saying there. Um, and all of it just tells me that, you know, the, the upcoming negotiations at the COP27 summit, uh, yeah. will also, um, and they're, they're going to be very difficult. Um, these rich countries, they're going to arrive with their purses, uh, that are tightened by, you know, soaring mm. energy costs, the economic mm. fallout of the Ukraine war and the COVID-19 pandemic, because all of these things have prompted uh, all these wealth countries to, you know, spend trillions of dollars to prop up mm. their various economies. I mean, this mm. touches on the point that you're making that, you know, African countries couldn't do that because we don't have the, that, the, I mean, <laughs> that kind of muscle. We don't have those resources to do that. So um, it's, it's, it's the, the conversations are going to be tough. Um, mm. Also, historically, you know the, the 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 rich countries. You know the, the 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 United States, as well as you know the twenty seven um, uh, countries that make up European Union. They've always resisted steps that could assign you know some legal liability or lead to compensation. So uh, the talks are always a bit tricky. Yes, they will agree that yeah, we're supposed to you know uh, assist in Africa, but they don't want to take full responsibility because in future we'll come back and say, look, our countries are suffering, therefore you are to blame. So they don't want that blame. Uh-huh. So it's it's it just leaves us in a very precarious situation, um, and sadly one that 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 you know we, we can't get out of easily. Because on the one hand, we can actually do a lot of things to try and, you know, um, reduce our carbon emissions from 3% to, I don't know, let's say 1.5%, right? Mm. But for as long as these other guys are not changing their ways and they're continuing with the way they do things, then we'll always be affected. Therefore, our efforts will not matter anyway. Wow. So we need the other guys to come to the party. Uh, mm. One, by changing the way they live, and two, by giving us money that they have committed already so that, you know, it helps us uh, do more to fight to fight climate change. So I guess, I suppose this, the, the, these conversations are going to be very uh, interesting. Uh, mm. I will definitely keep a keen eye on it. Uh, I mean, on, on, yeah, on, the, on the proceedings that will be happening. I wish I could be in Egypt for that. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll go there as a reporter for Mantha Media. Yes, I think you have to. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll contribute to, our, to an article and the third opinion. <laughs> I, I promise you, Dobi, we need you there. Because you know, um, yeah. even when we... Uh, I am telling even when we're explaining to people that... Um, you know, uh, we have a drought and countries in Africa are, are, are demanding for a payup for the damage. The Americas yeah. and the Europe, of course, to all of this. Somebody would ask, uh-uh, how? Uh-huh. Or people would even say, okay, how is this assistance going to come? Like, if actually, if this money is given back, is this money going to be um, put aside to help yeah. curb the effects of climate change? 
I mean, there is, I don't want to bring it back, but you know also how we allocate resources on our beloved continent. I mean, mm. we are vulnerable. Obviously, we have, you know, we have floods that have been just, you know, hitting different parts of the continent. We have all of this drought. We have all of this. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, do me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we, we, we uh, got beyond that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, true, true. All right. Um, I think, how my, much is my, it? Is my, it 100 billion? Yeah, 100 billion US dollars. Uh, and this is for all the developing nations? Well, for Africa specifically, um, <laughs> because, I mean, our continent needs that money for adaptation, you know, to strengthen the infrastructure, to build resilience to drought and other weather events, mm. uh, and then also mitigation. Uh, and mit uh, under mitigation that will cover like construction of renewable energy plants like we're talking about so we need mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. we need that money uh yeah look maggie um <laughs> my laptop has just told me that my battery is about to die so mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna have to cut <laughs> we're gonna have to okay. stop here today okay <laughs> do we we really for me i'm really excited to see what comes out of the negotiations but also most importantly um, I hope we are really able to um, think beyond and, uh, you know, put money aside or even mechanisms that can support people that go through the effects of climate change. Yeah, right. I couldn't agree. Yeah. I couldn't agree yeah. All right. To the, I mean, uh, thank you for tuning in to this uh, particular episode of The Weekly Beat. Truly, truly appreciate. Please log on to our website, www.mansamedia.africa. Uh, to catch up on other news that have happened around the continent in the past week and weekend. Uh, also, please remember while you're on our website to subscribe to you know our newsletter, The Third Opinion. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, Dumi's laptop just went off. Uh, I think the power is gone again. <laughs> Some of the challenges of doing business in Africa, but also presenting an opportunity, especially for those in the renewables or you know those who can support South Africa really is just going through it all but these are the things we face on a daily basis especially when it comes to doing business in africa so i will take it from there and just close it off thanks again for tuning in and um you can send us any feedback uh to an info at mansamedia.africa or check out our latest products www.mansamedia.africa all our social media pages at mansamedia underscore africa and as Dumi always says, here's to peace and profits and opportunities, especially in the energy sector. We wish you a lovely week ahead and bye. The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts, Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa.